Good morning. I promise this won't take long. La Huerta can wait. I say it every year, so i got to say it again, right? Tradition. Anyway. Okay, so where's Patini at? Brother, I am like your father, but I'm not going to die in a church. I'm going to die in a church van someday <laughs> because I travel many miles with people. Anyway, it's a joke. Probably not a joke, but anyway. Um, in, in thinking and reflecting about this group of seniors this year, uh, my best calculations, and I'm not a math major by any stretch of the imagination, they were in first grade when we moved here. That's a long time ago. And I still had a bald spot, but it was a long time ago. The group of seventh graders that are rising up at this time of year, most of them were not born when we moved here or just born. It's pretty humbling to think about the opportunities as a church family that we've had to impact and influence these students and uh, for you as parents to do the same thing. Uh, I do want you to know that, that one of the things about our, uh, uh, I think, raising of children and whatever is not about raising children. Those of you who were here at the parenting seminar we had last year, we're here to raise adults, not to raise children. There's a big difference in that. That means not being overprotective and helicoptering and all these other things and making sure we're safe, but that we're safe in Christ. There's a big difference in those two things. To give them the foundation and, and the launching pad for them to take off and do the things that Patina talked about of going and shining their light and to, to being the ones to share the gospel with the good news. We are here to try to help these children not just be missionaries or preachers or youth ministers, but to be the engines of the church. And to be part of the church, an active part, not just sitting in a pew, but being somebody that has to be involved because that's who we are and that's what we do. And I want to encourage the church, if you haven't done this, the rest of the church, uh, there are Bibles for each of the seniors that we will give to them. Their journal Bibles are really cool. They're back there in the, in the foyer, lobby, whatever Chris called it now. I don't know what he called it, the foyer. I used to have an elder call it the foyer. Anyway. There's a place there for you to write a note, underline your favorite scripture. If you want to draw an inspirational picture, there's markers, there's pens, whatever. We encourage you to do that. Uh, uh, you heard about a, an example of one of our students who called my wife a week or so ago saying she just found a verse in her study in college that my wife had written a note on. These, these things matter. Take a few minutes and, and do those this morning. All right, enough of that. Seniors, if there's one thing that I pray that you've learned in the years that you've been in this church and in our youth ministry, it's Mark 12, verse 30 and following. It says, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your strength and with all your soul and all your mind. And the second part of it is to go love other people. And I pray that this is the calling of your life, that you are not okay with just being complacent or, or filling a spot in a, in a church building, but that you live out the calling that you've received from Jesus Christ himself. So what we're going to do this morning is we're going to introduce each senior as I introduce the senior. Please, uh, family of the senior, stand and, uh, and, and senior walk to the stage up here. And I'm going to ask the elders first, before that, if you would go ahead and make your way up to the stage, uh, elders. And let me tell you, these elders, they know these kids. That's not normal in church. <laughs> elders usually don't know the kids. And these guys go on trips with us. They spend time with us. They know these students. And it's a great blessing. So seniors, as I say your name, uh, go ahead and walk up. And uh, one of the interns, they've got a, a gift for you in addition to your Bible that they'll hand to one of the seniors. Go ahead and hand the first one, if you would, Caleb. Not the whole stack, just the first one. There you go. You can do it. Okay. 
So anyway, and then the family stands. So first we'll introduce Brooke Barker. Brooke? You can clap, it's okay. The, uh, there's a lot of words in these, little, in these booklets that, uh, that I, I, we ask them questions and you get to read. Uh, I didn't say sit down, Caleb. I'm just kidding, you all can sit down. You've got 80 kids, so it's hard to stand up that long, I understand. But the part I like to read is this, because I think it's healthy for the church family, and that is, who is the person in church that you look up to the most? And here's what Brooke wrote. Dwan Cogswell on the way she continually pours into others, especially me. Kim Bice and the way that she drops everything to act on what God is calling her to do. Sarah Rabb and the way that she worships and truly walks with God. She really shines and has such a radiant beauty. But the one person that has all these qualities that I look up to the most and I wish to be like is my mom, Sharon Barker. That's Brooke Barker. Taylor Burris. Taylor Burris. Taylor writes, The person that she looks up to here at church is Sharon Ferries and Trish Carson. They have been so incredibly kind and helpful to our family, and they are always there for a helping hand. That's Taylor Burris. Next, we have Peyton Canfield. He says the person he looks up to at church most is Jerry Canfield because, first of all, he's my granddad. And next, he lives the verse in Philippians 2, verse 3. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility, consider others better than yourself. That's Peyton Canfield. Next, we have Grayson Cogswell. Grayson says the person he looks up to most here is his mother for being the hardest working and most caring person that I know. That's Grayson Cogswell. Thank you, Robin Harper. Appreciate your text message. She didn't know I got that. Okay, Hope Evans. The person that, that she looks up to the most at church are all of her mom's friends. And this is important. I hope you catch this. They are all like second moms to me and are all really cool. That's really important. That's Hope Evans. Next, we have Connor Gann. The person Connor looks up to is his mom. She's a very hard-working woman who takes care of many people, but still makes time to take care of her family and me. That's Connor Gann. Next, we have Ben Huff. He writes, the person that he looks up to are three, his dad, his uncle Kevin, and his papa. They have invested their time into me, have always encouraged me, and have set a godly example for me. That's Ben Huff. (laughs) 
Next, we have Kristen James. Kristen says, the person she looks up to is Rochelle Brown because she has always been so supportive of me since I was a little girl, and she consistently exemplifies the qualities of Christ. That's Kristen James. Next, we have Jackson Keller. Jackson also says the person he looks up to is Jerry Canfield because of his lifelong service to Christ and his knowledge. That's Jackson Keller. Next, we have Mia Nelson. Mia writes, the person she looks up to is Mary Burkett. During the time of my illness, Mary wrote me a very personal, spiritual, and encouraging letter to me. She let me know how she loved me and was praying for me and shared her personal experience with her own health struggle with me. She reached out to my mom at times also and made a huge impact on us during one of our most stressful times. Even though you know people are praying for you, it's very touching to have someone take the time to write you a letter and reach out to you. She showed me how to serve others in their times of need. Another person that she also says, and she didn't get this in the booklet, and she said, oh, I forgot to put this in there, but I'm going to read it to you. She said, another person who has had a big influence on me this year is Jeannie Cole. Who knew that having her as my prayer pal would lead to a friendship and encouragement, knowing I've been prayed for, have, has meant so much to me. Even before that, she reached out to us when I was sick. Her letter was also meaningful and encouraging in my hardest days. She reminded me that under pressure, that God is making diamonds out of us. I have never forgotten her letter, and when things are even hard today, I remind myself of the words that she shared with me and my family. That's Mia Nelson. Abby Poor. Abby says that the person that she looks up to uh, the most, she says, I look up to so many people at West Ark, I don't think it's possible for me to get it down to just one. So I have two people I would like to call attention to. The first is my prayer pal, Alyssa Benjamin. She has been there for me a countless amount of times and has offered me volunteering opportunities that I would otherwise have not taken. The other person that some, is someone that I met while in Guatemala this year, her name is Sheila Jones. Uh, Sheila's been such a positive influence in my life, and it's only been two months that I've known her. I cannot wait to see how much closer that we all become in the future. That's Abby Poor. Blaine Ray. And I love this one. Blaine says the person that he looks up to most is Carl Ray. That's his dad because he doesn't quit until the job is done. And that's exactly, if you know Carl, that's absolutely true. That's Blaine Ray. Love that. Next, we have Emilio Regalado. The person that he looks up to the most is his grandfather, Luis Mendez, because he shows a lot of dedication to everything that he puts his mind to. That's Emilio Regalado. And not with us today is Ian Smith. He looks up to his dad the most, and so we wanted to mention him as well. Last but not least of the seniors, Tatum Thompson.
Tatum says the person she looks up to at church the most is her grandmother, Margaret Thompson. She's one of the strongest people I will ever know and has the most serving heart. I strive to show love for others the way my grandmother does for the people around her. That's Tatum Thompson. At this time, I'm going to ask all the seniors to step in front of the elders. And then, Dave, if you'll come forward and read the blessing over them, if you guys would lay hands on them while they... self-organized here. <laughs> By the way, before I read this, I want to credit the author. Bob Null wrote this several years ago. I've looked at it several times, and I can't come up with a single thing to change to make it better, so we've continued to use this, so Bob, thank you. This time of year brings many transitions. Spring always brings beautiful flowers and a tornado or two, new growth in trees and fields, and refreshment that puts winter behind us to help us be re-energized for the seasons ahead. But transitions aren't limited to this. They include times in life where we acknowledge and recognize the, con- continu- excuse me, the continuation of students to begin a new phase of life. It is graduation, time to leave behind the things that we grow from and look toward new challenges that lie ahead. From time to time, our West Ark family has honored and blessed our new babies. Our desire for them when they reach the age you guys are now is that they be committed to to our unique Christian faith, Christ-like values, and true Christian living. You are at the point that we only dream of for them. Of course, you'll always be your mama's baby. However, you are transitioning to adults. Your parents, teachers, and church family offer all, all offer our congratulations, prayers, and blessings for the future. Over the next few weeks, you'll hear a lot of advice, most of which you will ignore. As you decide who to listen to, the shepherds from your West Ark Church family would like to offer the words of David from Psalm 1. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of mockers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water which yield its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. Your shepherds offer you our prayers and blessings as you continue to make more and more independent decisions. No matter where you go, please remember your church family here loves you and wants, you to, and wants to be here for you whenever and wherever the need arises. In closing, we want to offer this charge as you look towards your future. We, the eldership of the church at West Ark, hereby charge you as the Apostle Paul charged Timothy in his first letter, chapter 6, verses 11 through 16. But you, children of God, flee from the love of money and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. In the sight of God who gives to everything, who gives life to everything, and of, and of Jesus, uh, Christ Jesus, who, while testifying before Pontius Pilate, made the good confession, I charge you to keep this command without spot or blame until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ, which God will bring about in his own time. God, the blessed, then the only ruler, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who alone is immortal and who lives in unapproachable light, whom no one has seen or can see. To him be the honor and might forever. Amen.
We're going to have a short prayer from Michael Cole. And after he's done with that, elders, you can have a seat. Seniors, uh, you guys form a single file line so we can uh, give a gift to the sanctuary. Would you pray with me now, please? Heavenly Father, at this time, we ask your special blessings be upon these seniors who are graduating and to a new life, a new part of their life. Uh, we all transition, Father, some of us gradually. In this case, it's all of a sudden some major changes happen, and we pray that as we transition into various stages that we will reflect your image, that we will transition and be uh, transformed more and more into the image of Jesus Christ. It's in his name that we pray. Amen. Because I like a lot of symbolism and things like that, uh, we're going to have a passing of the torch, if you will, uh, from those who are graduating and, and going on to the next phase of their life and those that will be coming into something. And parents of, of incoming seventh graders, I had a couple of words I wanted to share with you guys. One is, um, you know, we, we, I want to encourage you to try and do everything you can to have your student and for you also to lead the way spiritually in your family and to be a part of the things that happen with this church family. Uh, that. In, in practical terms, that means be here Sunday mornings for Bible class. Be here at youth group events on Sunday nights. Be here on Wednesday nights. I realize it's inconvenient sometimes and we're tired and we've got other things that, are, that press upon us. But I just want to encourage you greatly because your kids are going to pick up whatever it is that you show them is most important in their life. If this is who you are and what you do, they're going to get that. And so make it a priority. If you, if you haven't been doing that, let me challenge you to start this week, okay? That would be a great thing. Okay, so now what we're going to do is we're going to have uh, the seventh graders, uh, same kind of thing. Seventh grader, come forward. You'll get a gift from, uh, from the, uh, the seniors. And then if you'll stand over here, and we'll have a prayer over you at the end, and then we'll be dismissed, okay? First of all, and families also stand up. Nicholas Allred. Nicholas wants to be an accountant when he grows up, so there you go. He can handle all your money. That'll be good. His parents are Patrick and Amy Allred. That's Nicholas Allred. <laughs> Next, we have Vivian Bonneau. Vivian, the person that she looks up to in West Ark is her grandma because she le loves Jesus so much and she's just a wonderful person overall. Her parents are Paul and Alyssa Bonneau. That's Vivian Bonneau. <laughs> Next we have Malia Burnett. The person that she looks up to at church most is, are her prayer pals, Mrs. Pratt and Mrs. Neal. They are so kind and caring and thoughtful uh, to me and to others. I get so excited to receive cards in the mail from them. And her parents are Eric and Michelle Burnett. Thank you for Malia Burnett. Next, we have Hannah Crawford. Hannah looks up to Matt Griffin because he is a great person and he is amazing. I can amen that. That's a good one, right? He is amazing. I like that. His, uh, 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 Hannah's mom and dad are Brad and Johnny Crawford. This is Hannah Crawford. <laughs> Next we have Peyton Kamenshine. 
Peyton says she looks up to Christy Gooden because she pushes me out of my comfort zone. She does that to a lot of us. I like that. Her parents are Marshall and Adrian Kamenshine, and this is Peyton Kamenshine. Next, we have Zoe Leeper. The person that she looks up to is her older sister, Anne, because she's her older sister. That's a good reason, I think. That's good. Her parents are William and Miranda Leeper. This is Zoe Leeper. Next, we have Ariana Mendoza. The person that she looks up to at West Ark is Mickey Mendez because she's a role model in Christ. Uh, Ariana's parents are Carlos and Annie Salvador Mendoza. That's Ariana Mendoza. Next, we have Jake Nelson. The person that he looks up to the most is his grandpa, or as he calls him, Paul. That's Wendell Fenton. He teaches me all kinds of things and how to live a good life. He set some good examples for me. He's a hard worker and wants me to be the very per best person I can be. And his parents, uh, Luke's, Jake's parents, are Richard and Natalie Nelson. That's Jake Nelson. <laughs> Next, we have Jaden Qualls. The person he looks up to most is Brent Evans because he's a really nice person. His parents are Jeff and Jenny Qualls, and so we're glad to introduce Jaden Qualls to you. And next we have Kelly Sukasium. Kelly. Kelly said the uh, person in West Ark Church family she looks up to is her grandfather. He prays to God each and every day that God comes first in his life. He's a very good man that takes great care of his family. That's Kelly Sukasium. We're going to pray over these uh, seventh graders and following this prayer. Uh, we'll be dismissed, and I'll just say this. Seniors, I know your parents are going to want to take some pictures, so don't be running off somewhere. Seventh graders, your parents probably too, which is really annoying, and I get that, but just give them a break for a second, okay? So stay up here after we're done. Let's pray. Father God, bless these incoming seventh graders. Bless these graduating seniors. What a, what a, a privilege it is, Father, to have a hand in their lives. God, I pray that as our seniors leave and, and, and go on to the next phase of their life, that they'll remember that there is a great cloud of witnesses here at West Ark that's there cheering them on and in their corner and backing them. And God, even more importantly than that, that you are always with them and you will never leave them and never forsake them no matter what. God, for these incoming seventh graders, give their parents courage to encourage their children and, and sons and daughters to be uh, an active part of the church and of the youth group. And Father, I pray that you'll give them the, the means necessary to make these things happen. Help them, Father, to, to literally hunger and thirst after righteousness sake help them to seek after you with all their heart help them father to be people that are going to impact thousands of people's lives and souls in the future father be with this church help it to understand what an incredible important part they play in the raising of our of our young adults as they grow from childhood to adulthood thank you for all those that have taught 
and will teach and those who have hosted and, and, and given food and, and all sorts of things, Father, money and everything else. I pray a blessing on all these people, Father, and you will just repay them back in double measure from what they've given up. Father, help us all to live a life worthy of this calling, to love you and to love Jesus and to love others. In Christ's name I pray, amen. You are dismissed. Let's stand and sing, sing this song, song of blessing before we're dismissed.